This is Mark Sevy with Pop Points Podcast. If this drops on Christmas, we wish you a Merry Christmas, obviously. If it doesn't, then we still do. Today, I have the pleasure of being with a friend and a co co co-worker, not a co-worker exactly. Anyway, he's part of Orange County Screenwriters Association. He's one of the board members. Um, I don't know what to say about Rich, but it's there's a lot to say. But uh, let me let me say hello to him first. Hi, Rich. How are you? Hello, Mark. Glad to be here. Thank you. No, no, it's uh, my pleasure. Um, so, Rich is a is an amazing entrepreneur. He has several businesses here in uh, Southern California. Uh, Rich, do you want to mention any of your businesses, or it's up to you? Uh, you know, just we we tinker around with ideas and. Most of them don't work, but a couple of them do. <laughs> and um, but, but I've I've been publishing for about twenty, almost twenty eight years. That's our primary business, mm-hmm. and we, we publish a series of uh, publications for the boating industry. Oh, okay, yeah, and, and that's launched into all kinds of different things. You know, stuff that we try to stay current, see what's try to get in when when there's a new emerging market and try to do something. Yeah. You and your, you and your bro do a lot of, a lot of collaborating on business projects, right? Yeah, we do. And, uh, and it's, it's been a fun ride. It's, it's never dull. Well, Dennis is a re- Dennis, right? Yeah. He's a real, he's a trip. I, I really, I, he's a lot of fun. So <laughs> um, not that you're not, you're hilarious. Um, Rich is also married to a wonderful woman. The, uh, who um, who I, I I got to meet through him and she, you're you're way above your pay grade there, buddy. You... <laughs> Don't tell her that. <laughs> She's Say stuff like that. I'm not going to let her listen to your podcast. Yeah, well, I'll send her a link. I'll, you're not going to get a chance. She's she would kick your ass anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, but um, so Rich is also a student, um, really terrific writer uh, in my class, but he's also um, dabbled in production. Do you want to talk a little bit about that or whatever sure. you can say about it? Go ahead. Sure. Yeah. Well, I, I, I got involved with Mark's class because I want, you know, I had this dream of like everybody, you know, writing and making movies and breaking into into Hollywood. And then, you know, you quickly learn how difficult that is mm-hmm. for a no name with no contacts in the industry. And, and, um, and through one of Mark's events with the OC screenwriters, I met a couple of former students um, and they had just completed their independent low budget movie. And, and I thought, well, what better way to break in than to sign up with these guys and try to help them kick this, over over the fence right and and um so it's been tricky it's been about two and a half years that i've been on the project with them and basically it 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 was a low budget monster movie Mm -hmm. that is great for what they did with such a small budget is amazing yeah i agree uh, and so and then it became okay we're out of money and there's all the stuff we need to still do Mm-hmm. And, um, and that includes, you know, sound editing and color correction and, um, and adding music and, and then, uh, and it's almost like, and then getting a lawyer, you know, just to mm-hmm. see if a lawyer could help us find, cause we don't have agents, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and so we use the next best thing was a lawyer to try to use her contacts and, and that turned up empty handed. Mm-hmm. Then we went to the American film market, AFM. which mm-hmm. was held in, in Santa Monica and actually got a booth and, you know, and, and all these things are, you know, a couple thousand here, a couple thousand there. 
And, and, um, but the booth, we found some people, some, some people stopped by, saw what we had. And a couple of people actually sat there and watched the whole movie, you know, that we oh, had wow. on, on an iPad. So we met a guy as fate would have it, who knew a guy and <laughs> this guy had a history in entertainment and he's out of New York and, and we got together and we cut a deal with him and he had, he had distributing contacts mm-hmm. and mainly through, um, you know, pay-per-view types of things. So we thought, okay, you know, here we are in the middle of a pandemic and, you know, nobody's going to theaters anyway. And why don't we just go direct to, uh, you know, the, the streaming services. And so, you know, that's not that easy either. Your first thought is Netflix, but you know, they're, they don't want to deal with you. And then Amazon, um, they take a huge cut, but then there's all these other millions of sort of, well, not millions, but you know, tens of, 20, 30, 40 different streaming opportunities. And um, so we found a distributor who could get us to those, right? So here we go. We've got access. We can get our film out to all these streaming channels. And then the question is, how do people know? Because getting added to a catalog of tens of thousands of films doesn't mean you're going to be seen. Right. So now the question is advertising. How do you advertise? And so we, <laughs> it's almost every every stone, you know, that we turn over becomes more stones underneath it. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but we, we got to where we've have a plan. It's just going to require more money. So mm. it's going to cost probably another 50 to $80,000 to get this thing seen by people. Oh my God. Wow. But the good news is that seems to be the direction of where to go these days. It's, it's mm. about making a little bit of money from a lot of different sources because nobody's going to come and just give you you know, a million dollars for your made film. Right. That those, those days are over unless you have some sort of name and track record, but, but you can get, you know, $20,000 here and $30,000 there. And, and when it adds up, you can, you can cover your costs and potentially make some money. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see, I mean, we're, we're taking a big risk here, but at the end of the day, we will have a made film distributed scene and on to the next one. Mm. So. Wow. Yeah. That's, yeah, I, that's why I've never wanted to be a producer beyond just hooking people up because <laughs> it's so much easier. I mean, you don't get the rewards that you get if you make your own film, but boy, it's so much less uh, complicated um, to just sell your script. Um, right, but then you have no control, right? You have, eh, you know, control's overrated, Rich. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I'm just not a fan of of perfection because yeah. the the industry's not built that way. Well, I wish you guys nothing but luck. It's uh, I know everybody involved in the production and, you know, all really terrific people, including yourself. So uh, best of luck. Um, Thank you very much. Uh, yeah. We're going to need it. <laughs> so are you uh, are you working on anything that's uh, that's of interest? Uh, I mean, I know I think you just started a new script. You had worked on a couple other projects in class. Anything you want to talk about? Sure. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I started a, a, a screenplay, a feature film screenplay called The Notary uh-huh. that, that will be about a, a young notary who gets caught up in the mortgage crisis of 2008, 2009. Mm. Wow. And it, trying, to, trying to, you know, it, it's going to hopefully be an action and suspense thriller type of thing. Right. But there's a lot of research involved because, the, you know, everybody knows what a notary does. They, they're, they sign their name affirming that the, the, the people before them are there. 
and right. an agreement of the, whatever the signature is. So I've got to do a lot more research on how the notary will actually be involved in so many mortgages and so forth. Mm. We also have to figure out how you're going to weaponize that stamp that they use, right? Right, right, exactly. <laughs> that stamp is the, is the critical stamp and the thumbprint. <laughs> Those are the linchpins. So, right. She's gonna so, she's gonna put that sucker in a in a holster and go out and kick some ass. Right. Might have to cut a couple thumbs off. You know, to treat <laughs> you know all kinds of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Well, the 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 first pages are terrific, so I can't wait to see more. You, Rich's only problem as a writer is he doesn't. That's his only problem. So I do. I do in my head. I do a lot of writing in my head. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, Sit down on your ass and put it on paper. What the hell, man? <laughs> no, so, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a, that's the struggle. The struggle is is you know carving out the time, and I do not have the discipline. No, to, I know, I know. You're 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 uh, you know you got to be a slum lord and a magnet, a magnet and a uh, an admiral and all this other stuff. You got to take care of your businesses. So, yeah. um, by the way, his website is if you if you want to check it out is boatersbook uh, dot com, right? Yes. Yeah. It's basically That's, a search engine for marine products and services. Yeah. And and I, I mean I'd love to talk about how you got into that and stuff, but uh, we don't have the time. But um, Rich is a true nautical guy. He goes out there. He, he you know. Uh... So I, you, I ask you to, I'm not going to go to what, are we, are you watching anything that's interesting? I mean, anything that you, I know you don't have time, but. Uh... I, I, well, I did binge watch a lot of Ozark. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great and, show. Which I, I, I agree. The, the first couple of seasons were great. Look, I like Jason Bateman a whole lot. He really, he really fills out uh, a role. Uh, sure really, does. Yeah. yeah, he was great. And yeah. and um, the other, the the other series that I haven't seen but I've heard great things about, and maybe you've seen it, is The Undoing. No, it's on the list though. Yeah, it's um, definitely with uh, um, Hugh Grant and and that's a um, that's a, is that a David E. Kelly? Uh, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I just did a profile on on him. Um, I think a couple, either last podcast or the one before. Uh, terrific writer, one of, one of my favorite writers. So, but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. So that, yeah, definitely that, on the list. I um, guess that has. I was reading recently that um, that has done better than Game of Thrones uh, oh, wow. for, for release in England. I think it was really wow. Yeah, it, so it, it's a uh, it's getting noticed. Uh. Okay, so just to remind you, this is Plot Points Podcast. My name is Mark Sevy. I'm with uh, writer, uh, entrepreneur, producer Richard D'Alessio. We're we're coming to you. Hopefully, I, I can't figure out if I'm going to drop this on Christmas Day or or this Friday. I haven't figured out the the time schedule, but whatever, whenever it drops. Look, we've had a rough 2020. Let's celebrate the rest of it and uh, move on to 2021. So we wish you a Merry Christmas, a happy New Year and and anything in between. Um, so I asked Rich to pick to make his own top five list, and then I said I I'm going to sit out this one because um, I want Rich to be the star on this one. But um, anyway, so your top five, what, Rich? Okay, top five films in the in the gangster genre that are not Godfather. Oh, okay. Okay. So we did talk about this. I, it's my, on me. I, I gave Rich a hard time before the podcast started. Cause I thought I said, did you send me your top five list? He goes, no, but I think you were thinking anyway, 
it, that's on me, Rich. But anyway, okay. top five gangster films that aren't The Godfather. Go. Okay, no specific order because I, you know I haven't seen a lot. No, of I. Them. That's fine. But I'm going to say Donnie Brasco. Oh yeah, good movie. Uh, the Untouchables. David one of my Kelly. favorites. Just one of my absolute favorite movies. Mine too. Um, Goodfellas. Terrific film. I just saw that not too long ago. Have you seen it recently? I have seen it in the last five years. But, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, it's it's, it's all it's always nice to revisit it because you, re- you then you remember how good it was. Um, yeah, just some great scenes, and I, I guess Scorsese helped write it. Oh, okay. He I didn't write know that. Credit with uh, Nicholas Pelagi. Pelagi, yeah. Yeah. So um, next one is Boys in the Hood. Oh wow! Well, that's we saw in class. Yeah. Remember that, and and that was very impressive. I thought, and, yeah. and also, you know, it, it it came out of you know, it's it, it was still gangster genre, but not Italian mafia, right? So that was good, and it hit close to home. I, I grew up in L.A. Oh, okay. Um, a lot of my friends grew into gangs and so forth, and mm-hmm. um, haven't seen them since. But. Hopefully there's they're they're out of the gangs, right? Or yeah. it's it, it's it was weird growing up that way because we played football, right? And and some of the kids went straight and narrow, and, and some didn't, you know. Mm. And, and by the time you get to high school, there are some heavy hitters in the gang, you know, that are only sixteen, seventeen years old. Oh wow, yeah. And okay. then uh, the last one is American Gangster. Oh god, I love that movie too. Okay. Yeah. And then some honorable mentions. Sure. That I have not seen, but I've heard great things about Miller's Crossing. Mm. Oh, you've never seen Miller's Crossing? Oh, I my. haven't, but it's on my list. It's next oh, on my list. Please, yes, put it on I that. I love the, the Coen Brothers. Oh yeah, terrific film. And uh, um, this is kind of one Highwaymen, and I saw it just last week. Oh yeah, is that a movie or series? Movie? Uh, it's a movie. It's it's with uh, Kevin Costner. Uh-huh. Oh, it's they play the guys that took down Bonnie and Clyde, right? Yeah, they, they play the Texas Rangers. And, and you know, the perspective was you, they, Bonnie and Clyde had been, you know, mystified in Hollywood and, and American culture. And this comes from a perspective of they're horrible people. And mm. they had to be taken down by by uh, these these aging Texas Rangers. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, it's definitely on my list, too. That's a Netflix. I believe that's been playing on Netflix. So uh, definitely cool. Yeah, must watch. It's fantastic. Yeah, well, that's a, that's a great list. I, uh, I, I, the, so I, I noticed that a couple of those, at least two or three of those were based on true stories. So, yes. Uh, yeah, which is kind of. A, yeah. The untou- well, that's true. The Untouchables, Donnie Brasco, mm-hmm. uh, American Gangster. Yeah, those are autobiographies. Yeah, I mean, films and, from the autobiography. Right, right, and then I don't think Boys in the Hood was Boys in the Hood. I, I know it was uh, John Stapleton, but was that based on his experiences? I, I don't remember. And Goodfellas, John Singleton. John Singleton, John Singleton, not John Stapleton. Yeah, right, John Singleton. Thank you. Um, anyway, well, great list. Uh, if you want to watch any of those, we all, we both, Rich and I, heartily recommend them. So. <laughs> Anyway, so we're not going to have time to do a profile this this podcast. But Rich, did you have a question uh, that that I can answer regarding script writing? Oh, I have a hundred million. That you, that you <laughs> Save it for class, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one one that came up, you know, in class just recently was the idea of suspending disbelief, mm. right? And mm. in so many movies, 
it's so hard to write. You you have this great concept and you just, you have to bridge something that's hard because Mm -hmm. otherwise you have to rewrite a bunch of stuff. And if you could just simply ask the audience to, "Ah, I know this is far fetched, but can I, can you just go with me on this? This happens and, and get on with the story. So what kind of recommendations do you have for that? Well, the movie that we're in question, I don't want to mention, uh, but it was it was a, a movie that was well reviewed. The, the problem for me was there were too many times that they ask you to suspend disbelief. Um, and given the, the, the genre, which was basically a drama, it was hard to do what they asked, which was believe that this thing happened, believe that this thing happened, ignore that this thing happened. Um, one of the one of the other students brought up a movie called The Foreigner, where Jackie Chan plays a a hit uh, a guy who's you know super almost superhuman, and there's a tremendous amount of suspension of disbelief in that film, but. The genre is is a the genre says if you come to this film, suspend disbelief, just like Star mm-hmm. Wars says, you know, there are no nobody. No, nothing makes noise in outer space. Right. So so if you're starting with a genre that has a an inherent built in suspension of belief, belief, it's much easier to go there than this particular drama that we watched, which which asks you to suspend disbelief in a normal quote unquote, normal world, right? where things just wouldn't operate that way. I mean, there's, I get into the, into the thrushes, into the brushes with this stuff. I get into, well, how did they do this? And how did they do that? And how did they take a shower? And how did they take a shit? You know, but I know that's not movie stuff. I just, but the problem is the more questions you're asking about the, the events, the less time you're spending just enjoying the story. Sure. So, so my, my, my thumbnail advice is if you're going to write a drama, which doesn't include a lot of suspension of disbelief, then you have to be very careful with what you do with it. Um, perhaps not at all. Mm-hmm. Um, movies that like, like Lord of the Rings or, or, you know, even 24, the series 24 ask you to suspend disbelief on this Jack Bauer character who was larger than life. He was bigger than human. Um, but they also tried to make a lot of it seem real. So the more you suspend disbelief, the the further you are out on that limb until finally for me, for this movie that we're, yeah. we're that Rich is mentioning, uh, it, the, 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 bro- the bow broke pretty quickly. It just felt unbelievable. And there was a tonal shift in the movie too. It went from this very kind of almost dark drama to this kind of, you know, um, what would I call it? Hardy, uh, hardy yeah, buddy. Yeah, exactly. Kind of a, kind of a. Uh, oh God, I can't think of the word. Like almost like a Peter Pan approach to the characters. And um, so anyway, so it's a great question, though. By the way, and I'm, I'll probably use it again. I, I may use it in. I'm I'm working on a book for uh, screenwriting, and I may put that in in there. Well, um, I I tend not to want to go negative on anything, but I think you you asked the perfect question and gave it the perfect. Uh, framing. Well, the the other thing to consider, I guess, for writers is especially low budget. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it oftentimes you're going to someone's going to say that that scene's too expensive. You know, mm-hmm. just, just pretend that they got from point A to point B, mm-hmm. and let's not ask questions about how the specifics. You know I mean? Yeah. So, well, I mean, as a writer, when you're when you're writing low budget, you gotta you gotta figure that 
they're going to want to save money on shots and all these things. So, so you can't, you can't think too far outside of your budget. Well, the thing is for me, see, I've been dealing in the low budget world since the beginning of my career. And I know that there's ways around uh, all this stuff. I know that, you know, I had to work harder to make the low budget stuff work because of that, because they didn't have the money for transitions or shots or whatever. But the thing is, is I'm really, I was really upset with this film because it was such lazy writing. I, that's, that's what irritated me. It was like, it was so, it would have been so simple to solve some of these suspensions of disbelief that were massive. I, I don't mind at the end of the movie, if you throw in a, a moment that goes, Oh my God, that was great. But my, at least, do some diligence with, with making us believe that we could get there. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, it wasn't so much a matter of the suspension of disbelief. It was a matter of, I knew there were ways around it. I could have rewritten this film and it would have won an Academy award. No, probably not, but um. (laughs) you would have done it. And, and you know, what do we know about that writer? Was, was he, I guess we're, we're asking the audience here. Yeah, you can't, we can't talk about the, we can't talk about that. Yeah, then we won't. But um, but yeah, I I think a a, a professional writer such as yourself probably could have helped them around it. Yeah. Well, unfortunately they didn't ask me and uh, more's the pity because I could have used the money. Well, you're so busy, Mark. Your heart Yeah, I'm always answering the phone when the ring is money, money, money. <laughs> plus, nobody can afford you. you know? <laughs> yeah, right. I, you know, I'm work. I'm working for a gift certificate at Amazon these days, so. <laughs> and not even a big one. Just a couple, you know. Just uh, so. Anyway, uh, well, unfortunately, we're we're bump, bumping up against forty minutes, so I'm going to have to edit some of this out. But what a wonderful! See what happens? You, 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 all, all these great moments get cut. No, I know. Uh, well, maybe I'll, maybe I'll make an exception because you 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 uh, took the time out of your schedule to to be with us, and I do appreciate it. Um, it's awesome. It's great fun. Yeah. Well, let me just let me tell you guys. I know I rave about Chris Styers, who's my other co-host, and Larry and Victor, and but Rich is cut from that same cloth. He's a tremendously he's one of those guys where you meet him, you just want to hang out with him, have a beer, you know, dump all your world problems on on him, so he can say, "Ah, it'll work out. Don't worry about it." Uh, so, I don't think I've ever heard Rich say no to anything. Oh, don't. Ooh, yeah, I have a problem there. No, but I mean, it's the charming, maybe it gets you into trouble, but it is the charming part. You know, you're so un, unrelentingly positive. It's really, you're really a pleasure to be around because you, you, you feel that you can conquer almost anything. So uh, I think that's the, uh, one, the, one of the most brilliant parts of who you are. Um, so Thanks, Mark. That's yeah. awfully nice to say. No, you're, you're welcome. I, it's, it's honest. It's sincere. And I'll say it, uh, I'll say it to anybody who asks. So um, anyway. Um, well, Rich, uh, continued good luck in everything going forward. I hope the movie uh, that you're producing, uh, you know, hits the market soon. Uh, no, knowing the journey of the film, it, it would be great to finally see it come out. Um, it's coming. Yeah. Within, within the next six months, guaranteed. Good, good. Uh, from your lips to God's ears, as they That's say. Right. Um, my name is Mark Sevy. This is Rich D'Alessio joining me on Plot Points Podcast. You can find us on on Apple Podcasts. We are on Amazon Podcasts. We're on Anchor Podcasts. We're 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 just about everywhere. We're we're bumping up against our hundredth episode. So, um, so I, yeah, I've been doing this for a while, but you know, and and it's been a couple of years, and I've had just a great time. 
Um, we're also part, Rich and I are also part of OC Screenwriters. We've got some great events coming up. Uh, we're working to get, bring uh, some virtual events. So we'll start promoting those as soon as we get the, all the details. And then um, if you want to go to Boater's Book to see some of Rich's work, uh, that's uh, boatersbook.com. And soon to be on IMDb. Are, are you on IMDb yet? I am. Yeah. Oh, okay. So Rich D'Alessio, D-A-L-L-E-S-S-I-O. Uh, there's an apostrophe after the D. Uh, if you want to check them out, d- uh, send them all your ideas. You know, send them, ask them for money. Send them. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but anyway, Rich, it's great to have you in class, have you on the podcast and just be your friend. I really do appreciate all the work uh, that you did and and for opening your uh, your uh, your your companies up for, for to help uh, to help us promote our our brand and stuff like that. So, well, well thank you, Mark. I, I wouldn't be so involved if it weren't for you. So. Oh, well, that's nice. Thank you um, for all of us here at Plot Points Podcast and OC Screenwriters. As always, be inspired. Do good work.